Hi, this is Sedge Thompson. Welcome to this special audio highlights podcast from West Coast Live. For more information about our shows and other guests and podcasts, wcl.org. Mike, have you uh, have you seen that uh, image of Che Guevara? The classic one with his beret? The yeah. classic one sort of looking... Yeah, right. Yes, I've seen you know, that. Yeah. Angry, pained, so on right. and so forth. It's, it's, it's uh, according to... Uh, people in the in the art world, it is the most famously and recognized iconic image mm-hmm. that goes around the world. I mean, it's available now in coffee mugs, beer mugs, mm-hmm. t-shirts, and uh-huh. so on and so forth. Uh, and whether that represents, you know, kind of how he hoped he would end up being thought of in the world, who knows? But uh, Spain Rodriguez, who is who has done a lot of uh, drawing for, for the, uh, the graphic arts world and, and uh, Zap Comics, created Trash Man, done a number of art for uh, the San Francisco Mime Troupe. He used to ride with a motorcycle outfit and uh, <laughs> showed up in San Francisco in 1969 and has been uh, part of the great creative force here uh, ever since as well. Will you please welcome Spain Rodriguez. His newest book is a graphic biography on Che Guevara. Thank you very much for coming in. Nice to have you here. Glad I made it. Yeah. Did you ride a motorcycle in today? Uh, no, uh, it's too cold. Too cold. <laughs> too cold. Would this have put you off when you were a younger man? Would uh, what? What the weather? The weather? Oh no, no. I, I, well, I don't have a motorcycle anymore. But I, um, somebody woke me up at uh, twenty after nine, so I just jumped in my uh, car and <laughs> came out here, and here I am. I made it. <laughs> Che Guevara has had a, uh, 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 you know, a long-time um, fan base, I guess it is, and many people probably don't even know much about his early life. There was the film The Motorcycle Diaries that, that came out based on his, his book. Uh, and I'm curious, I mean, this is, this is an entire uh, graphic novel, what used to be called comics, uh, about the story of his life, sort of from birth to death. I did not know that he was of Irish descent. I didn't know it either until I started doing this uh, researching uh, for uh, the Che, the, the graphic uh, novel. Um, there's a whole lot of things I didn't know about him. Uh, I, I had a general idea of his involvement in the Cuban Revolution and that he had died in Bolivia and things like that. And um, once I got into the research, I, uh, it's, it's, this is 100 page or 100 plus pages. And uh, every panel could have been two or three pages. So um, he, he led a really interesting life. And he was, uh, uh, he, well, he must have been a great guy to talk to because he, he was just full of ideas. Well, I mean, that was one of the things that occurred to me is there, his life even, you know, uh, you, it was filled with incident and anecdote. And how could you just sort of encapsulate it in just these few pages? I think you're, you're right about that. I mean, even that journey as a young man, I mean, he was a, a physician, a medical student, wanting to work with leprosy uh, victims, uh, having adventures all throughout South America on his motorcycle with his with his friend. Uh, how did you pick the incidents to use? Um, well, for 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 more than a, than a year, I, I didn't have a day off because when I wasn't drawing, I was trying to uh, uh, organize these ideas into a comic page. The the adventure stuff I was used to doing, but trying to um, get economic ideas and philosophical ideas into a, a page that was more challenging for me. 
When you have to do a bit of his, of his ideological uh, speeches, I mean, how do you do with a voice balloon, which is often the size for just a couple of lines, and you've got a paragraph in there? Well, you, you have a big voice balloon, so. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these, uh, of, of course, uh, you know, what that does is you don't have to draw as much, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I like to draw, so. Um, we ha you just have to organize it, you know, so. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing um, about his early days in traveling around Latin America, there's an interesting comparison between him and Jack Kerouac, who uh, just a short time before that was uh, traveling around the United States. But by that time, Kerouac had kind of lost his earlier um, political uh, uh, view of things because early on, uh, Kerouac was just more politically radical than than he was when he uh, by the time he he did on the road. But uh, uh, Ernesto Guevara was just beginning to form his, and and the thing that really changed him was when he was in um, Guatemala and saw the uh, CIA sponsored overthrow of the uh, second uh, um, freely elected president in Guatemala, Arbenz, and. Uh, inflicting on the Guatemalan people just the, 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 these horrific genocidal series of uh, military dictatorships. There was, you also uh, tell the, the story of, of how uh, the, the president of Guatemala wanted to, uh, to do some land reform. 85% of the land was completely uh, uh, unused and it was owned by the United Fruit Company. And, the, uh, uh, and so he nationalized it but offered recompense at the going uh, tax evaluated rate of $3 an acre, which infuriated the United Fruit Company. And it turned out that Henry Cabot Lodge and the two Dulles brothers, uh, head of the CIA and the Secretary of State, were shareholders of the United Fruit Company and kind of sicked the U.S. government on Guatemala. Uh, yeah, the interesting thing about the uh, Dulles brothers is they were pro-Nazi during World War II. I mean, they weren't just America first isolationists. They really thought that, you know, Hitler was uh, doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, so they end up in the State Department. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not too surprising uh, given the regime they inflicted on the Guatemalan people. But this was also formative, not only for uh, Ernesto Guevara, an Argentinian by birth, the, that it uh, shaped his political ideas, but also shaped how he helped Castro run Cuba. Uh, yeah, well, he, uh, of course, he, he didn't have any experience uh, running Cuba. Uh, uh, Castro tells a story about uh, people, when, he, when, when uh, Guevara was running the Cuban National Bank, uh, uh, somebody asked him, well, uh, do you have any training in economics? And Guevara said, no, I don't, but I'm a Marxist, and uh, <laughs> therefore I can figure it out. Of course, he had a lot of help from uh, Latin American uh, Marxist intellectuals, which, uh, you know, helped him uh, get Cuba on its feet after uh, uh, a long period of legendary corruption. There was a point in his life when he was so recognized around the world that he, he actually had to be in disguise when he visited his own children. Well, uh, that was, he... he uh, uh, he 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 knew that um, he knew that his his children were too young to have remembered it. Uh, um, you know, so the poignant thing in the book where um, he's in his disguise and his daughter uh, um, comes up to him and uh, 
she goes back to her mom and she says, uh, "Mom, I think he's uh, you know he's disguised as an uncle." And uh, his daughter goes back to her mother and says, "Mom, I think that that man's in love with me." So you know that was the last time he saw him. The uh, there are various various scenes in here. I mean, yes, I mean you talk about action, but also uh, Shay is, is 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 ordered Shay, which comes from a word meaning like kid. Uh, you got a nickname meaning kid or hey you. Uh, I, I, I yeah. There's actually uh, um, there's actually two different versions of that in his diaries. I mean, Shay just kept diaries right right up to the end of his life, but basically uh, that was. Uh, evidently, that's a word that Argentinians use as a local uh, kind of a colloquialism that other people in Latin America uh, use as a, as, as, a, as a nickname for Argentinians. So, um. so one of the uh, one of the panels here is you have uh, him executing a betrayer uh, to their revolutionary uh, insurgency in, in Cuba, and. The next panel is, as you show him walking away, the body on the ground, he's feeling his pulse, he's got the gun in one hand, or, and he says, Che checked his respiration, then his pulse. Both were normal. Uh, yeah, well this guy had, um, uh, what he had done was, he, he would claim that he had a dream that uh, they would be attacked at a certain point, and of course he was sneaking away and telling the government where the uh, revolutionaries would be. So, uh, and one of the uh, uh, um, people who were killed because of this guy's betrayal was a, a, a peasant who was trying to learn to read. I mean, this part of Cuba, it's interesting that Cuba must have been one of the earliest place, places where uh, Europeans, uh, the Spaniards, uh, colonized, but uh, this place was incredibly primitive so that there were no schools and not to mention hospitals. And uh, Che himself, uh, Che as a doctor was a better revolutionary, but uh, these people had never seen a doctor. So Che, uh, you know, uh, Che's efforts to uh, look out for their health were immensely appreciated. Not to mention trying to teach them how to read. And and all these people were just hungry for education. But uh, this. The guy who Che executed was responsible for the death of a lot of his comrades. Uh, uh, uh. So Che had no qualms about uh, shooting him. What uh, what drew you to this project? Um, well, I was approached by Verso and uh, 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 Dennis Kitchen, who's my agent, and uh, Paul Buell, who's, who's a friend of mine. They just thought I would be good for the job. And of course, when they told me uh, about uh, about this project, I just immediately started drawing I, I, before I'd signed the contract or anything, but, uh, you know, because I knew that this was uh, the sort of thing I, I, I really wanted to do. You, you have a, um, uh, much of your work has, has, has had a kind of a political bent to it, but also you've, uh, you draw women in a particularly shapely way uh, and distinctive way, and you've created the character Trash Man, uh, which has got a big following in the, in the graphic novel world. Uh, do you, when, how busy are your hands throughout the day? Are you constantly drawing shapes and things uh, throughout the day, imagining characters, scenes? Well, I, to, to me, drawing is like smoking. You know, if I, if, if I, <laughs> I mean, Art Spiegelman, who uh, everybody's trying to get him to stop smoking, and he's a whole lot better artist than he thinks he is. 
and uh, but uh, he, he smokes, you know. So uh, 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 he, he uh, uh, um, you know, he he, he just doesn't, he, or, or or at least that's what he says. He he really doesn't appreciate himself. But me, I I've just been drawing from an early age, and at this point, it's just something I I I, uh, I do. So, how did uh, you come by the name Spain? Well, I, I was the only Spanish kid in my neighborhood, and I hung out, out with Irish kids who were always boasting about Ireland. So one time I said, oh, well, well Spain's great, too. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they said, ah, go on, get out of here. And uh, uh, so there was this war between me and them. I mean, they didn't realize one Spaniard against the world. Why, the world's vastly outnumbered. <laughs> But, uh, I, I can see the concept of superhero now already. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, I was no superhero. And then when I, um, you know, uh, our, our, our final battle was, uh, you know, we, uh, it was a whole thing. And, and, and I actually hurt a good friend of mine. And then we were all sorry. And uh, we uh, pledged eternal friendship between Ireland and Spain. So... <laughs> Uh, uh, but afterward, uh, the name uh, uh, um, Spain just stuck with me. Everybody started calling me Spain, and there you are. I was, I was, uh, I came across a, a little factoid that there's a, a pub somewhere in Czechoslovakia. Mike's ears perked up when I said the word pub. Uh, called called uh, called O'Shea Guevara, an Irish, an Irish. An, I, it's, I read it. I did not make that pun up. His, his father was called. Uh, his father's name was Lynch Guev or, or Guevara Lynch, was the, which was the name of his, uh, 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 I guess, um, uh, maternal or, or his mother's name. So, uh, uh, yeah, Che was Irish. Was there anything that was especially difficult to draw in this in this story? A battle scene, people getting shot, or uh, scenes of affection, or. Motorcycles with flat tires. <laughs> well, well, what, what was what was a little complicated was well, I, I have a matchless single cylinder from that era. Uh, I'm not sure that the, 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 there actually is a, a single cylinder matchless exactly like what I've drawn. But what I, I you know, I've had to look up uh, matchless motorcycles. So it's you know somebody who in those matchless motorcycles will recognize it. But uh, when I had, when I when I drew it, uh, you know, at, well, the, the 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 thing is, what I was able to show in the comic that they were unable to show in the movie, the motorcycle diaries, was that the La Poderosa, the motorcycle, was destroyed by a cattle stampede. So afterward, I had to, you know, try to imagine what a, what a stomped out uh, single cylinder matchless. It was in parts. It was totally you you you. Uh, and, and then the pieces were put up, kind of like it had been drawn and quartered by these bulls. Uh, yes, the, the, well, that was the end, you know, and, and, and I certainly can sympathize with uh, uh, Alberto Granado when he had to sell his motorcycle in the boxes. Uh, that's, that was in, the, in the pieces. So you have a collection of motorcycles? Uh, no, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't have any motorcycles. I, I, I keep thinking about getting one, but I can't fit it into my garage with, with a car, so... Uh, um, I'm not ready to leave it on the street. So, there's there's been in the uh, <coughs> excuse me, 
in the in the past 15, 20 years, a great resurgence in the graphic novel as a form, and the and the manga out of out of Japan, and and as a way of of storing uh, of, of telling stories. And I mean, it, do you think people are turning to this away from traditional novels? Uh, well, it certainly fills a niche. I mean, my interest in history was. Uh, actually comes from comics, from uh, the early EC comics, uh, Two-Fisted Tales and Frontline Combat, uh, edited by Harvey Kurtzman. And um, it's just such a, a, a accessible way to convey all, all this great history. I mean, there's, there's an in, infinite amount of stories to tell. And uh, if, for somebody like myself, who w w wasn't a... a an especially uh, especially great student. It, it just uh, filled my imagination, and um, and it seems that in, in recent uh, about a year or so, uh, people on the left have uh, become aware that this is that that most people in America are ignorant of history, and this is just a great way to convey all all these uh, great uh, stories. I'm. I'm finishing up a history of uh, uh, farm workers in California, and of course, learning all these things that I didn't know about. So, so it, this this book is in black and white. Was that a conscious choice to reflect sort of black and white photographs of the time, or just what the publisher wanted? Well, it, uh, color's expensive and, and time consuming. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it uh, I, I do some things in color, but it's. It takes a lot of time, so it's a practical consideration. Also, Che's story is kind of like a black and white movie, you know. So, the uh, the the scenes, for instance, I wonder if when you when you tried to get sort of military details of of uniforms, uh, uh, did you have to look in military books and so forth to get a sense of what guns people used? Oh uh, yeah, well I have a file of a lot of that stuff, so you know I try to. I mean the the the, the Great thing that I found on um, online was um, a, um, the, uh, a Congolese squadron insignia on the A-20s that the Cuban exiles used in the Congo. Uh, they were there at the same time as uh, Che, but uh, they never found one another. So, but um, you know, so that's a little detail that. <laughs> An interesting little detail in, the, in this: uh, Jean-Paul Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir met with uh, Che Guevara. And Jean-Paul Sartre said to him, you know, the evil is, is done by men. It isn't just a matter of nature. It's done by all men. And I think that he had a chance to find that out in part when Cuba felt betrayed after the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, that they'd been sort of let down by the Soviets. I think they really liked the idea of having armed nuclear missiles in their territory. Um, well, the, the I mean, he wanted to go up, but he wouldn't have minded going up in a big nuclear blast, according to some of his writings. Uh, yes, he it was. It's, it's, it's clear he he was. The, the Cubans were ready to go down swinging, and cooler heads prevailed in the Soviet Union. I mean, we, we all owe a debt of gratitude to Khrushchev that we're here because uh, uh, you know the the the. the uh, Castro and many Cubans, uh, I don't know, all, all of uh, Cubans, but uh, they were certainly ready to uh, go down swinging, and they had the means to do it. So uh, having and a, a, a very acute memory of that time period, I, uh, you know, I have to uh, thank Khrushchev. 
paper. What uh, what size paper do you do you draw your panels on originally? Are they are they the size of this book, or or you draw much larger and they reduced? Uh, I I draw much larger. I I, I think I I it's some uh, maybe oh. Uh, eight by twelve. It's a, it's a two third ratio. It's it's this kind of standard comic book uh, ratio, but uh, you know they're shot down, and that's <clears throat> makes the drawing look very tight. What's the title of your farm workers book going to be? Uh, 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 Golden Lands Working Hands. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, 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 the it'll be interesting. So you must have already done research in like the short hoe. You know the way people have to do the stoop labor, and the hose were at one time a very short length. Well, I I, I actually didn't do the re research on it. Um, uh, um, a, a friend of mine, uh, Bill Morgan, who um, who's writing it. Uh, so, I, uh, you know, I just tr try to keep uh, <laughs> the, the 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 difficulty with that project is to try to keep coming up with new ways to portray people working in the fields. I. I recently drove down to uh, San Luis Obispo and that just opened my eyes to the incredible California countryside and uh, I got a whole bunch of ideas of uh, just how to portray. When do you hope that will be out? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm um, working on the last page now, so hopefully in the next few months. Spain Rodriguez, thank you very much for coming in and talking with us. Thank you very much. His uh, new book is called Che, a graphic biography. Published by Verso. This is Edge Thompson. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Try out others from West Coast Live right here, and we look forward to having you in one of our audiences one day. For more information, wcl.org.